Hey everyone, Scott Hansen here from NFL Red Zone, and you're watching the Super Fantasy Bros Podcast. One hour of commercial-free podcasting starts now. Enjoy the show. Take it away, Shawners. All right. Welcome back to the Super Fantasy Bros Podcast. As you can see, Matt has been banned from the podcast <laughs> until he figures out his setup. Just kidding. He's on vacation for the next two episodes. So it will be QT Gods and myself holding down the fort. Uh, but in today's episode, we will be breaking down the 49ers and the Rams to wrap up the NFC West with the intro out of the way. Let's get right into the San Francisco 49ers. We're like, we're like the, the Nets right now. We can't all be on the, the pod at the same time. We've only had one of those. I know. You can't stay together, man. Too busy <laughs> in the summer. I'm sure once August hits, we'll all be here for the most part. We missed yeah. you last week, Q, for sure, even though you were in the chat, basically a part of the episode anyways. Yep. <laughs> all right. Let's start with some of the questions surrounding the San Francisco 49ers. It seems like Jimmy Garoppolo may still be moved before the season starts with some GMs around the league speculating he could even be released from the Niners. Do you think they should keep him or just fully move on to Trey Lance at this point? Move on. I think I'm with you in real life football, I think they should keep him because he's had so much success with them. He took him to the Super Bowl and I mean, beat the Packers last year, but fantasy wise, I think Trey Lance, because running is so valuable in a quarterback in fantasy. So that's who we would want fantasy-wise. But I think the 49ers in real life, they should keep Jimmy. Yep, Jimmy definitely can get them there. I want to see Jimmy, obviously. I mean, with the team they had, they probably could have won the Super Bowl that year or last year. Like, the roster's pretty much set up for success at this point, as long as everybody stays healthy. But I also think Trey Lance has a little bit more potential, so – I think both they should probably move on. I think Jimmy G, they're kind of just stuck in this position where they're being held back by their quarterback a little bit with the potential of this offense and the very solid defense. Um, but that's just my opinion. If they do go with Trey Lance, is he a draft target for you this season at all? Not in the draft. Maybe like a bye week feeling, hopefully by the time of buys that if he's starting, we know that he's viable, but I'm not targeting him at all. Maybe in Dy Dynasty, but yeah, not this. De definitely in Dynasty. He's got to yeah. be owned in every <laughs> single league for sure. But for redraft purposes, I have him at 16. So, like, unless you're in a deep league, I wouldn't want him as my starter. I think he's a solid backup with upside that you would grab, especially if you grab a quarterback late. He's someone, someone I would like to pair with, like Derek Carr or something, or Kirk Cousins, even Matt Stafford. Just having him as a backup in case of injury or in case he, did. he starts getting hot. So the three games he played last year, he did do pretty well. I think he had like over 17 in all three games that he played. Yeah. Um, he didn't look great, but for fantasy yeah. purposes, he fantasy was getting points. So that's what you want to see for sure. Uh, let's move on to the next question. The 49ers drafted Tyrion Davis Prince in the third round of this year's draft. Reports suggest Eli Mitchell is still the team's top back. But how confident are you that Eli Mitchell holds that role throughout the season? Not very. He's good, and he was very good last year, but we know that they like to use all their running backs, and they use them well. So that's definitely a threat to Mitchell's workload. Yeah, definitely. I would agree with that. I'm, I'm definitely a little bit nervous just because it's also Kyle Shanahan, just because he can throw whoever he wants out there. 
but it seemed like last year when Eli Mitchell was healthy, he was pretty loyal. He wanted him to be that guy that's getting the bulk of the work there. Um, he didn't hold up too well durability wise. He did get banged up a couple times throughout the year, but I'd still think Eli Mitchell would hold that role as long as he's healthy. Um, I don't really know what Davis Prince's skill set fully looks like in the NFL. He still could be a year away or so from getting to that top level back ready to go take on three downs. Um, but I do think he will take away some work compared to what Trey Sermon was taking away last year. That's who I was trying to figure out who that guy was, but he was like a disappointment though. I think huge disappointment. He was drafted over Eli Mitchell. He was drafted in the third and then they drafted Eli Mitchell in the sixth and Eli Mitchell ended up being the guy anyways. Hasty was more relevant than him. Hasty. Uh, oh my uh, God. Uh, uh, Get he was <laughs> mm, maybe more relevant than Sermon. Hello, Mr. Caps. Yeah. I guess he could have been. I never left uh, my Discord. Really now B-Sun's yelling in my ear. <laughs> nice. Uh, yes. And they also still have Jeff Wilson, too. So he could also mix in. But right now, still Eli Mitchell's the guy you want to draft. No doubt about it. Uh, George Kittle has missed 13 games over the past three seasons. Is this something you are thinking about when drafting him as a top three tight end? Are you nervous at all about his injury history? Or is the upside too good to pass up on him? No, if you know me, you know all I talk about is injuries. No, like I don't, I'm like he's great, but like I don't even want him. I don't want the headache. I'm sorry. Wow. I don't. I just don't. Dude, it is is it worth it? I have a feeling this it year that it's going it. to be a very healthy season for why with you, Christian McCaffrey and Kittle especially. Um, but yeah, you're thinking about it. I still think he's top three. He could be flip flopped with uh, Kelsey. He's always like banged up a little bit, but he does seem to play for the most part. I mean, even through the last four mm. seasons, he was tight end three, tight end two. 2020 is when he missed the most games. He only played eight, it was tight end 20. But then last year, even with missing a couple of games also, he was still tight end four. So I think two, the upside's too good to pass up on him. He had two 30 plus games, 30 point plus games. Yeah. It's insane. You guys like being stressed out. Nah. I do not always, but I think he's one I would take the risk on, especially at such a shallow position. Like I'd rather have George Kittle than most of those guys after tight end seven or eight. So maybe I'm just biased because I, I'd never draft tight ends early. Yeah, I respect it. Got to find. I'm somebody not stressed. Else. The day doesn't feel normal. <laughs> yeah, especially when we're watching football on Sunday. I'm always stressed. All right, let's get into some cap or no cap for the 49ers. Starting off with Debo Samuel. Let's, Debo Samuel starts the season as a San Francisco 49er. Cap or no cap? No cap. No cap. Has there been any news? Didn't he report to camp or whatever? Yeah, he reported to camp after all of the offseason headache. Um, I'm sure he still has some part of him that doesn't want to be there, but it seems like they've kissed and made up. So I'm also going to say no cap. I think Debo's going to start there, and I think he's going to play there for the whole season. I don't think they're going to trade him midseason or anything crazy like that. No, probably not. Yeah, and he's going to be good again. He just might not be as much of a running back because apparently he does not like that. Next one here, cap or no cap. Brandon Ayuk is being undervalued at his current ADP of wide receiver 40, 98th overall. Like, technically, no cap. Cap. I mean, I think he's just like a maybe like 37, but I have to see where I ranked him. But I think if Debo were to get traded, he'd be top 30. Oh, yeah. 
as of right now, I I, I would say he's properly being uh, valued at the good spot. Yeah, I good agree. Spot. I just looked it up. He finished 36. Yeah, last year. I mean, obviously, we remember talking about him every single day. He was uh-huh. stinky. Yeah, he, he was... let me down, dude. I was a big fan <laughs> last year. Yeah, I was not as big of a fan. I still had some faith in him. I ended up moving him over Debo right before the season started. My and God, Debo. Uh, so you guys convinced was much you. better. Yeah, I was getting sold throughout the whole offseason, trying to get convinced, but Debo ended up being the better guy. <laughs> Got to stick with my gut sometimes. Sorry. Either way, Brandon Ayuk. I got him at 44, so I think that's fairly ranked around 40. I think that's right where I'm drafting him. He's in that tier with some of those rookie wide receivers that have a lot of upside, Russell Gage, Hunter Renfro, Gabe Davis. There's a lot of guys in that tier that could have some more potential but are still limited behind what's in front of them. Same thing for Ayuk with Debo. All right, last cap or no cap for the 49ers. Eli Mitchell will finish the season as a top 20 running back because they have so many good running backs and uh, if he's like the solidified rb1 then maybe he'll finish top 25 top 20 that was too too low or too i'll tell too you why small during my bold take all right Don't all right worry. i'm gonna say no cap because i haven't ranked to 20 so i'm sticking to my rankings already finished last year technical uh, i think he was 26 six, but he also missed a lot of games um so he was pretty productive in the games that he did play he was RB26 last year, but he only played 11 games. So he missed six games and was still nearly top 25. So I'm taking him to be top 20 this year as long as he's healthy throughout the season. Even if Davis Price starts to eat into his workload, he's still going to have – if he's healthy all year, he's going to be a top 20 back in my opinion. And they actually have to listen to Debo and not put him at running back because that would just threaten him even more. Yep, exactly. As long as he's healthy, I believe in the talent in Eli Mitchell. All right, let's get into our bold takes for the San Francisco 49ers. Key, what do you got? There's a not much to grab at here, but I'm just saying that like Jimmy Rapolo finishes the season. Maybe it's just because I like him, but fantasy-wise, not the best starting quarterback, but uh, I think that he's better than Trey Lance, or else Trey Lance would probably have started last year. But, uh, yeah, I just think Jimmy Rapolo finishes the season and takes him to the playoffs, I guess. He'd have to be that good if he's a starter, starter the whole season. Yeah, he definitely would because th- their expectations are definitely playoffs. But I'm on the other side of that queue. I think Trey Lance is going to be the starter for the start of the season. But we'll see. What? We will see. I think they're going to get rid of Jimmy G, personally. But you never know. All right, you guys, what do you got? So my bold take is that the 49ers do not have a single running back in the top 25. <laughs> Do you know the okay. last one that was? Mostert. Frank Gore. Nope. It was Frank Carlos Gore. Hyde in 2017. Okay. He was so good. Was, he was good that year. He was he finished eight that year. Jeez. But point is, <laughs> not a single running back has finished inside the top twenty five from the 49ers since 2017. And I think that happens again. I think in twenty nineteen Mostert was like twenty six. He was so. twenty six. So 26 in 2019 and 26 last year. And Matt Bredo was Matt Bredo was 26 in 2018 too. <laughs> they're so there's always to top somebody. 25. There's always somebody right there, but they're just right on the the cusp of top 25. Yeah, they do switch them around a lot, so I could see it. I could definitely see it happening again. All right, I'll finish this off here for the 49ers. 
not that bold, but I'm going to say George Kittle stays healthy for the season, finishes the season as tight end one. We saw Travis Kelsey finally get dethroned last year as Q was predicting all offseason by Mark Andrews. This year, I think it's George Kittle who takes over that throne and finally finishes as the number one tight end in fantasy. Lock it in. I like I like that more than saying Kelsey's finishing number one, but I like Mark Andrews the most. I like Mark Andrews a lot too, but I think Kittle's also going to have a huge year. So I think they're going to be top three, Mark Andrews, Kelsey, and Kittle, but I think Kittle ends up as the number one. They're lucky Gronk retired. Yeah, I guess. He'd be number one. Number one in your heart. Yep. All right, let's move on to T-God's jersey, the Los Angeles Rams, Cooper Cup, Super Bowl champs. Mm-hmm. Let's discuss. All right, first question here, and one of the biggest signings this offseason Los Angeles Rams brought in Allen Robinson and moved on from Robert Woods after the nightmare of a season that Allen Robinson had last year. How big of a bounce back can we expect from him? Top twenty. I said it one of the. 20? I said it one of the the first pods we did. I forget maybe off season moves, but last year was strange and it's funny. Like we kept saying how he was so good with bad quarterbacks and like bounced back or it finally came back and bit him. Um, but we saw OBJ make the resurrection with his career with Matt Stafford. I think. Al Robinson will be just as good because I think he's better than OBJ. Top twenty. I don't disagree with that. I don't. I don't. I don't hate it. I mean, I definitely think he could be top twenty. I have him at twenty-two, right on the outside of that. So I'm not too far off from that. Give him twenty. I'm. I'm. I'm excited to just see him play and actually, hopefully, be good again. Me like, too, dude. The Bears watching him last year was literally painful after seeing how much talent he had for the past six, seven years before that. Even with Blake Bortles Blake throwing passes. Bortles. <laughs> I was going to mention that. Like, has, like, who have his quarterbacks been? Dude, his quarterbacks have been atrocious. Atrocious. Like, one of the worst quarterback. Him and DeAndre Hopkins until DeAndre Hopkins got Kyler Murray. He That's had some terrible thing. ones with the Texans. But Allen Robinson, the Bears, who else did he have? Wait, Trubisky. you said – hold on. You said he hasn't had a good quarterback since Kyler Murray. Like, he didn't have Deshaun Watson. Who? Oh, he did have yeah. T-Bot, too, for, like, one year also. But I meant before that. Like, he had, like, for, like, no, the first five years, his quarterbacks were, like, Ryan Mallett and whatnot. <laughs> um, but, yeah, he had, what, Mitch Trubisky, Nick Foles, and Bortles, and I think – did he play with Minshew? No, Minshew wasn't there. Yeah, just not good quarterbacks overall. Either way, I'm excited to see him play with Matt Stafford. We've seen him rejuvenate OBJ's career. I think the same can happen for A-Rob. Uh, quick question. Do you think OBJ eventually comes back to the Rams again, or does he sign elsewhere? No, I think he comes back. I yeah, think he had I too think much fun. I mean, he won the Super Bowl. He yeah. would, probably would have been Super Bowl MVP if he wasn't hurt. I think he'll take like a veteran minimum contract or like a small contract too. I mean, it seems like he's not going to be ready to come back until like October anyways, at the latest November, I think the report said. Um, so he's not going to be ready for the start of the season. So he might be like a mid-season addition for them. I don't even know if he's going to get signed before them. So just don't go back to Cleveland. So yeah, please, just a, a fun fact, Blake Bortles finished quarterback four in 2015. <laughs> he could run too. That's crazy. Yeah. He had that one. And that was when A-Rob, I think, had one of his best seasons as well. Yeah. A-Rob was wide receiver six, his best season. Didn't they have uh, the other guy too? That was, oh, Alan Hearns was that, yeah, was that, that was his Alan good Hearns, year too? Like, only good season. <laughs> yeah. 2015 Jaguars offense was garbage time Kings. 
they put up points. Um, all right, next question. Does Van Jefferson become an afterthought again in this offense now that he is the third wide receiver option again? I hope yes. so. <gasps> Still I might do. be nice I to stash. So. Still stash him, but I don't think he's playable. I mean, yeah, definitely not. Yeah. Undraftable? He, Question mark? He might be. I'll draft him. He's like the last round, but he might be. I mean, the only way he's really going to be relevant is if number one, they don't resign OBJ. And then if an injury goes down or if he, um, if Allen Robinson looks like he did last year, which I don't think happens. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not targeting him in any way. Um, unless like you said, like a very late round pick more of a dynasty stash than yeah. someone I'm ready to roll out there and start. He's in the same tier as Tutu now. Eh, a little over Tutu for me. Little. We've at least seen Van Jefferson be productive. <laughs> Tutu barely touched the field last year. <laughs> All right. Last question before we do some cap or no cap. Cam Akers played pretty well in the playoffs last year um, after coming back from the torn Achilles. Daryl Henderson played really well in his absence, though, during the season. Uh, he missed roughly six games and still finished at RB27, so pretty much kind of the same level as production as Eli Mitchell did. Um, are we fully confident in Cam Akers as the RB1 this year? And how important is it to get both of these guys on your roster and drafts? Mm, slightly confident, but definitely important to get them both because Henderson is just like a nuisance on uh, Cam Akers' value. I agree. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Cam Akers has always been like, is there like a guy that like everyone talks about, but you know nothing about personally? There's always a couple of those. You know like what I'm Jake- talking about? Yeah. J.K. Dobbins. Like, like you just never me. had them on your team. You haven't really paid attention to them. Literally exactly what Cam Akers is to me, and I have no idea how to feel about him. Yeah, I mean, we've obviously never seen him fully healthy, like starting a full season or whatever. His rookie season, he was still kind of the backup at that point. Ended up like RB46. And then last year, obviously, missed the entire season until the last game of the year and then played through the playoffs. So. His talent level's up there. I still think he's a talented back, but I am a bit nervous about just how he's going to pan out. And Henderson was really productive last year also, so I wouldn't be shocked if he starts struggling, McVay just pulls the plug and switches to Henderson, goes with the hot hand kind of thing. He did that a little bit with Sony Michelle and Henderson last year too. So, Oh, my God. I forgot they had Sony also. He well, was they, a They don't have him anymore, but yeah, they but... did have him. Yeah, he was a nuisance as well for Henderson. You loved Henderson. Sony. I do not love Sony. You love Sony. Oh, Sam. Sam loves Sony. Yeah. I was a big Henderson guy. But I do think Cam Akers, for now, I'd still definitely draft him as the RB1, but I would definitely need Henderson as the handcuff to feel fully comfortable. Um, And they did also draft another running back, Kyron Williams, in the fifth round. Does he get any playing time with these two, or is he more of uh, just reserve? Maybe there's injuries, but... He's just watching. Yeah. I would agree as well. I think... Their top two are set. All right. Cap or no cap for the Rams. Matt Stafford is being undervalued at his current ADP of quarterback 11, 79th overall. Cap or no cap? No No cap. cap. Undervalued AF. Should definitely be considered a top 10 quarterback. He finished six. Yeah. Yeah. I got him at nine. What is six? I don't know exactly where he finished. It was five. Yeah, even better. Won the Super Bowl last year. 
maybe people are predicting the Super Bowl slump, but he had some stinkers. He did have a couple Many games. stinkers. Okay, everybody has their off no, days. Yeah, but, but the, yeah I, I'm still taking him top 10. Yeah, he did have a few bad games, but he also had like eight 30 point games. So <laughs> he put up numbers when he put up numbers. Um, he's definitely someone I'm targeting. I have him at nine. Pretty confident in him. Staff or Joe Burrow? Higher than 11. Staff I got Burrow at eight. Where do you have staff? Nine. <laughs> so I have Burrow slightly over, but they're kind of in the same tier for me. Like, it depends on the mood I'm feeling. If they're both there sitting as the best quarterbacks available, eh, what am I feeling? Stafford. I know you. Oh, Stafford. Yeah, Stafford. That, as well. Cowboys are going to be pooped this year, fantasy wise. I'll rock out with Dak again, I guess. He's always Stafford free. Or Russ. Staff. Wait, Staff. Staff or who? Russ. 100% Staff. Yeah, I'm thinking Staff. I have Staff as well. Staff or Aaron Rodgers? Staff. See, that's a good one. They're both in the same kind of tier for me as Devontae well. Devontae Adams, have... bro. He's it's Staff. Going, bro. I'm taking Staff. Yeah. It's yeah. got to be Staff just because Rodgers is also. His number two, number one, number two, and number three option if OG, OBJ comes back are all better than uh, Rodgers' options. Yeah, I would agree. All right, next one. Cap or no cap, Cooper Cup finishes as the number one wide receiver again this season as he proved he is one of the best last season. Cap. I don't know, bro. Only because when's the last time we saw it? And it was like A.B. who did it like three years in a row, I think. And he's like one of, he's like one of the best ever. Uh, but if he does it this year, maybe I'll be more confident going into the next year. I yeah. don't know. A.B. was an enigma. He's no, like, I think he does it again. There, I have I no know. reason to think he doesn't. I just think he like takes. <laughs> I think A. Rob takes a little bit more work away than Woods was, but maybe not. I don't know. I think Cooper Cup's probably a lock for top five, if not top three. Him and Steph's chemistry is just too crazy. Yeah, and if I'm not putting Steph, uh, Coop at one, then I don't know. Like I don't know who the number two wide receiver for me in my ranks are. I don't have him right with me, but like I don't have a next. Number one, if it's I don't not have Cooper Cooper Cup. Cup ranked as my number one, I don't know if I. If I have Justin shit. Jefferson as my number one. Jesus, I'm all in on J. Jeff this He's year. He's top three, easily top three. Wait, one more, one more, one more, one more Stafford or someone though. Stafford or Hertz? Hertz. <laughs> I'm taking Hertz because he can run. Okay, I got Hertz high this year. We'll talk about that. I think next week. Okay. Juicy, juicy. Oh, and Matt's missing that. Maybe we'll save it for Thursday so Matt can be on it. Nah. Nah. Don't go on vacation during the season. <laughs> Oops, I did. <laughs> you did last episode. Don't do it during the NFC East. All right, we'll see. Um, all right, last cap or no cap. Tyler Higby finishes as a top 12 tight end this season. Cap. He was tight end 14 last year, by the way. I feel like he's never been consistent enough, even with bad tight ends, to be top 12. I'm also I've... saying cap. I don't really know, nor do I really care. I mean, like, <laughs> it's Tyler Higby. Yeah. And tight ends suck anyway. He's probably just another one of those villains that you just throw in your lineup yeah. <laughs> or you just drag at the end. Yeah. No one cares about him. Who cares? He's the definition of that for sure. And there's a lot of guys I like over him this year specifically too. Like, there's a lot of guys out there that are going to be coming back. Tunyon's coming back from injury. Dawson Knox played really well last year. He's going to have more opportunity now. Fryermuth played well. Locking up Noah Fant early. <laughs> Noah Fant. Noah Fant in the sixth. 
Stop. That's disgusting. Don't ever say that again. Nah. Uh, I'm also a big fan of Irv Smith, and he's back this year. So, of course, get yourself some Irv Smith. Wait, he's Irv Smith Jr. Yeah, he's on the Rams. No, he's on the he's on the Vikings. I was just talking oh, about people okay, I like okay. over Higby. Okay, I was gonna say, why are we talking about Higby then? Yeah, no, Higby's not finishing top twelve. That's cap, 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 cap. All right, let's do our bold takes. T gods, what do you got? My bold take will be the man Matthew Stafford finishes inside, not the top five, not the top four, <laughs> number. Top three, top three, top three, top three. I didn't know where that was stopping. Who's I, had, I had to stop at three. What? Wow. Who's the top three or the other two? Mm. Got to be Josh Allen, I feel like. Yeah. No. God no, I off. hate him. I hate him ever since <laughs> he lost me that money. <laughs> wow. No, that's a valid it's, reason, but. I mean, Dak's going to be number one. No, oh, oh my god, god, I'm joking. Please, 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 please. No, it's yeah, gonna be like to Mahomes, Mahomes, Brady, Staff. Brady. Um, All right, I like it. How are you like, what? Mahomes is a Say something top bad three. about Brady, please. Please. Brady think, top three? I don't think any of those guys will finish top three. Brady literally finished three last year. Did he really? Yeah. Hey you. They lost he Gronk. He did finish three, but before that he was seven. Uh, they did lose Gronk. Godwin's not going to be back till like October. We got off track. Matthew Stafford finishes top three. I don't think he's ever done that in his career. (laughs) I respect the take. I don't think he's. I only could go back to 2012, and he wasn't top three any of those years. He was four in 2013, but that's it. First time ever. He needs to do it once before he (laughs) retires. Yeah, I respect it. Thank you. All right, Q. What do you got? Uh, so I, I mean, it's not that hot. I think the Rams finished with the number one D, even though they lost Von Miller, uh, this year. They added hella pieces, though. Yeah, but Von Miller's Von Miller, even though he's old. Um, yeah, they added Bobby Wagner. Oh my God, they did. Yeah, number one by a long shot, which now <laughs> makes my next take not as hot either. That I think that they score more points this season than Tyler Higby does in the entire season. A little bit toward, with my that's my hatred towards Tyler Higby, but Higby is not that great and. Rams D, they had it Bobby Wagner. So, Jesus, give him the crown now. Yeah, that's a lot of points. Last year, Higby had 147. Yeah, they had 20 more points. Rams had 100 and I think six or something like that. Oh, I thought they had 121. Maybe I'm looking at a different scoring system. But either way, I can see it happening. I like it. All right. I'll finish this off here. Daryl Henderson outscores Cam Akers in fantasy points this season. Even... <laughs> If both stay healthy, That's lock insane. it in. Cam Akers, not a huge believer in the town. I do think he does get the opportunity at first. And if he does show that he's fully capable of being that RB1, this take would just be terrible. But not 100% sure. Achilles still scares me. Just a lot of question marks around Cam Akers. And Henderson showed last year that even throughout the season, did get a little banged up. But when he had the opportunity, he put up numbers and was very productive for the Rams. What is Lock it with it you and Daryl Henderson? I'm glad that we had this podcast because we can go back to when you wouldn't accept Herbert for Henderson. Imagine like denying that now. Yeah, I mean, obviously he wouldn't. A but bad take. He like, he's a not rookie. Todd Gurley. And he's not better he's than not Cam Todd Akers. Gurley. I never said he was Todd Gurley. You, you, you always just his value thought was I said Todd Gurley to you. 
No, he's not. Not even close. You be, <laughs> you put words in my mouth. I never said that once. Never even said he was going to be the next Todd Gurley. That never yeah, you did. You, you thought he was not. prime Todd Gurley. That's that. why he said Justin Herbert. Pull up, no. pull up the receipts. The, the trade denial was all the story. I, that's all I needed to create the story. I just needed – I had buys coming up. I was nervous about my running back depth, and I thought I was comfortable with my quarterbacks. I think I had Stafford, and he let me down big time. <laughs> Either way, let's do some trivia. Q, let's move on. That's a wrap for the Rams and the Niners. We're going to do some trivia, and we'll do some Q&A. All right. Uh, I think I have, like, three questions. We'll see how fast you get through them. Uh, let me get the timer ready. I'm excited. I had the most last time. I tried to take it easy because I had two uh, very busy days at work, so I, I had to come up with some bullshit, but not hard Uh-oh. bullshit. Uh-oh. All right, all right, all right. First question. What player in the 2021 season caught the most passes without any drops? This player finished with the season with 73 receptions, and they're in this division. They're in the NFC West. 73, 73 catches. catches, no drops. And they're in the division. I'm looking up the, the wait. We just wait. did him. I know he just did him, but I literally woke up 10 minutes before this. I don't even, <laughs> I'm not even sure where we're at. I knew right you now. were sleeping. I told Sean, I said, I bet he's sleeping. 73 catches. That's a lot of catches. With no drops. had 74 last year. So Tyler Boyd finishes with six, six less than him. And then the only ones that caught 40 plus without a drop was Hunter Henry, Braxton Berrios, and JD McKissick. But none of them are in the division, so it's not much of a spoiler. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Hmm. How much time we got? Uh, 125. 73 catches, no drops. And then Ayuk, the he was so bad. He had to drop the pass. <laughs> I don't think he got enough attempts to have 73 catches. Oh. I'm just going to go with all reliable. Nope, I'm switching it. All right. I got it. I hope. Okay. There we go. You guys got it? Yep. Very famous player that we talked about last year. It is Tyler Lockett. No way. (laughs) Who did you guys put? Literally put his teammate, dude. Who did you put, T-Gods? Wait, you put DK? Yeah. Didn't DK? DK be he had bad hands. DK yeah, be he had bad hands. <laughs> I, was re- I was trying to remember last episode because I know we talked about their stats last episode, and I knew one of them had two more catches than the other, and I thought Lockett had two more catches than the other. DK had 75, Lockett had 73. Couldn't remember. I knew it was one of them. And I right. almost wrote Lockett, and then I said, eh. And then I wrote okay, <laughs> like an idiot. All right, so here's where you can tell that I didn't put much effort into these next two questions. Wait, who did you put? Oh. Uh, I don't even know how much he played, but D-Hop. I was going to put D-Hop yeah. until I thought about the Seahawks. I was like, ugh, I don't know. That's just a safe one. Yeah, it he was. Usually was that your old reliable? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Q, go ahead. Next question. This is a very simple one, kind of. Okay. Uh, who had more receiving touchdowns in 2021, Devontae Adams or Cooper Cup? That's basically it. 50, That's 50 juicy. That is juicy. Trick question. Too, they too, tied. Too old reliable. Not trick. Uh, not not that tricky. 
Oh man, that's two that number be, ones. But like, no, I know, it, I got it, bro. He, I feel like it has to be like a trick question. He wants us to say Cooper Cup. Am I? I mean, I can't answer that question. I feel like you just want us to say. I said it. I said something. I wrote it. I locked it in. <laughs> okay. It's actually an Eagles player. No, the answer is Devontae Adams. Stop. He had 18. I knew Cooper it. Was, I, knew. I, I knew it was a question, like the triple bro. crown or whatever. Uh, well, Maybe hopefully I'm not looking at the wrong year. But does the triple crown include touchdowns? I don't know. It has to. Well, uh, you lost. Yeah, you Adams had 11 touchdowns. You what was it the year before 2020? He had 18. Okay, so it's still correct. It's correct if you said 2020. I did. You didn't. See, you guys why I did it in. Who's capping to my face? I knew oh he my... won the triple crown. <laughs> so, who gets the point here? You can I guess it, Q no. Was, All right, yeah, no care. one gets it. No one gets it. Q, of course, the one I get right. Q fucks it up. I'm sorry. Uh, you said 2021, right? Like, I'm not crazy. He said last year. Okay. No, he said last year. Yeah. Okay. I'm not insane. Right, Sean, you're do... in charge of trivia now. <laughs> I didn't see anyone get anyone right on that episode that I was watching. They got a couple of them. Because they were good questions. All right. Well, tell me how good this question is. <laughs> Are you going to have the right answer? Yes. <laughs> Xenophobia is the fear of what? Oceans, dogs, numbers, or large things? Any C- question? <laughs> C-Y-N-O-phobia. Oceans, dogs, what? Uh, big numbers, things. L- numbers and big, large things. I don't think it's numbers, but it would be. It would make sense to be numbers because it's fantasy. <laughs> and I feel like that's the obvious one. Oh, shit. I have my answer. Answer secured. Do you think Matt would know this? All right. Matt, Matt the bat. I'm just taking a guess. It's the fear of dogs. Oh. I put I numbers. Big things. <laughs> it's the worst trivia ever. I got no points. Worst trivia ever. <laughs> I'm just mad because I got no points. I'm also uh, mad because I got the question. Neither right. did I. I didn't get any points. Yeah. Um I, I no points while Matt's gone. Yeah. Nah, don't pull anything out. We'll just bounce back with trivia next week. All right. Where are we at? Q and A. We had a couple questions submitted on Instagram, so let's break those down real quick. Lil Kev had a relevant one to this. We kind of touched on it already, but how does Allen Robinson's arrival affect Cooper Cup's value for the season? Barely. I want to say barely. I want to say slightly more than Robert Woods did, but not by much. Clearly, that didn't matter because the ending still how it ended how it did. So yeah, he's well, still the guy, and it's still going to him. Like he's yeah. still getting like at least fourteen targets a game. Yeah, Cup is going to be the guy. Cup's going to still be that top three wide receiver, if not number one, that you're expecting. So wait, I, based on this, I can make a quick trivia question if you want it. Uh, what was Cooper Cup's number before ten? Nine. Four. Eighteen. Ow. <laughs> I didn't even know he was 18 until I saw some old picture the other day. I didn't know that either. That was an easy, quick point. 
Yeah, well, wasn't Not easy, easy. I guess what, between zero through 99. Just kidding. I don't know exactly what numbers <laughs> wide receivers can wear, but <laughs> any number now. Well, yeah, I know, but before. All right. Um, next question <laughs> at Iraq asked Is T. Higgins a top 20 wide receiver in the league for fantasy and for NFL purposes? Yes. Yes, he is. No. Yes, he oh. is, dude. He's right. so good. He's so good. Just watch him play the eye test. All you need is the eye test. I'm telling you. He's crazy. Higgins <laughs> is a top 20 wide receiver in my book as well. Q, please a, name, please write fantasy. down 20 better right now. For um, fantasy, I have T. Higgins at 13. Like, you want 20 better? Borderline yeah. wide receiver. I'll give you the ones that I put it at Amari Cooper. I'm starting from 20. Okay. I like Amari Cooper slightly more. DK, uh, okay. Terry, Terry McLaurin. Brandon Cooks. No, I disagree with Terry right there. I'll stop you right there. <laughs> I don't think Terry. I think okay. I'd rather have T. Higgins than Terry. It's close, uh, though. They're close. I'd put Mike Williams above him. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay. No, you're not kidding. You, <laughs> you just, just said kidding. it, and then you were, that was your safety oh, net. I was looking as close. To, I'd put Jalen Waddell ahead of him. For fantasy, no. Even oh, yeah. Because of Tyree Kill. But also, for real life, no. Because T. Higgins, I thought he was just more of a difference maker. T. Higgins is... To me, what Cam Akers is to T. Gots. Don't know enough. Okay, I don't care fair, about him. Fair. I just don't that's care that's about him. fair point. Fair point. Well, if you don't care about him, I mean, T. Gods are going to speak for the podcast and say he's a top 20 wide receiver. 100%. For fantasy and for NFL purposes, T. is – he's got that dog in him. Michael Thomas. simple. Michael Thomas. He doesn't bro, count. We haven't seen him play in like three years. But we, really from what we remember – it's well, like I'm saying from what 20. we remember from Julio Jones. Okay. Still top 20. That's different. That's different. No, it's not. It's the same thing. <laughs> last time we saw Julio played. Then. He played last year. Last time we saw Michael Thomas at all was three years ago. Exactly. It's been that long. Big you, still can't, you can't rely on that to be the same three years later <laughs> after injury, after injury. Well, I don't need him to keep T. Higgins outside of my top 20. So, All right. One more question I have before we ask some of the chat. Chat, if you do have any questions, start dropping them in the chat. So that we can answer them. If not, we'll wrap up after this. But do we actually believe Gronk is retired or going to fully not come back this year? No. Uh, if the if the Bucks struggle, he might come back. I think he stays with Brady till the end. Yeah. Brady's gonna be pissed when he only throws the Cameron Brait. Yeah. No one wants yeah. to watch Cameron Brait play. <laughs> yeah, he's old. He's thirty. My God, he's been around forever. He used to be catching touchdowns from. Uh, what's his name? Jameis. He's the only player that's hasn't missed a game in the last five seasons, or maybe like a tight end. Interesting. It was going to be a trivia question, but got too complicated. No one was guessing Cameron Bray. <laughs> maybe I was Just kidding. Probably not. He does not come into my brain very often, but I would agree with you guys. I don't. I think he. There's a. There's a like fifty percent chance at least he's going to pop back this season at some point even if it's mid-season and not the beginning of the season. Yeah, I feel like right now, like, in his own brain, he's like, yeah, I'm done. But then, like, he's going to just, like, see everybody back, and he's just, like, he's going to want to come back, and who's going to say no? Yeah, when Brady calls you up in week seven, and they're six and one, and he's like, yo, come back and play, like, it's going to be tough <laughs> for him to say, like, nah, right. I'm good. There's no Unless shot. he's got some crazy stuff going on. But You try and tell Brady no. Yeah. I'm not telling Brady, you know. I'm not telling Brady. You know, he's Gronk's retired twice. I know. He's he's <laughs> they he's said beating uh, Brady. Some, yeah, it's also yeah. beating Brady. And Gronk said, uh watch out. Brady yeah, doesn't said, like watch to be out. Beat. Brady's competitive. He does not like to be beat. <laughs> Brady might fake retire real quick again. Oh shit. All right, but uh yeah. 
don't see any more questions in the chat here. Cass did say if we're going off what we remember of Michael Thomas, he'd be top two. I don't know if I would have put him top two. Two. Back then, I would have. Right now, no. Like, D-hop still years. over MT. I like. I will never forget fighting with over. Vince about that. <laughs> he swore Michael Thomas was. He's just not. He's not a better player than D Hop. You're not that guy, pal. He's literally not that guy. And D Hop is him. He is him. He is him. Still definitely one of the best in the league, if not still the best. Who's the best, Sean? Right now? Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson's up there for me, man. It's probably Devontae Adams. Yeah, it's Devontae Adams right now. Yeah, I mean, I have to agree because, like, he was all banged up last year. But still, like, D-Hop. D-Hop's up there. Like, actual talking, not fantasy terms, it's Devontae Adams. Top five would be Devontae Adams, D-Hop. Diggs. Diggs? Justin Jefferson. Diggs, Diggs is top, top five. five. Okay. For me, anyways. Justin, yeah, Justin Jefferson. Jefferson and probably Cooper Cup. Mike Evans is a close, though, too, and Tyreek Hill. Oh, my God. Mike Evans is so solid. He's Mike so Evans solid. is so consistent. Big Mike. Literally a rock. Cass also said, to be fair, D-Hop was the reason I said top two. So, <laughs> exactly. We're all in the same boat here. All right. I think that's a wrap for the NFC West. Two divisions down. We have six more to go. Next week, we will be doing the NFC East. Whoop. Same time, 6 p.m. Monday and Thursday. Make sure you follow us here on Twitch. Turn notifications on so you know when we're going live. If you miss some of the episodes, th- throw us a sub on YouTube. Go check out our live streams there. They're all posted there. Uh, if you just want to listen to the audio, Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Anchor, wherever you want to listen to us, we're on there. And social media, of course, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Go follow us there for more content. Super Fantasy Bros. We're on all platforms. You'll find us. Q, Sam also said you have a nice apartment. Thanks. See you guys Monday. Go Commanders. Peace. Whoa, whoa. <laughs>